Hey, this is Doug Jones, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Hello there, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Joined by a man who is completely nude from the waist down and is currently playing a game of Jenga perfectly balanced on the tip of his boner. That's Jeff Clark. What's up? I almost got into some Jenga yesterday, actually. And transmitting to us from the sewers of New York City, the bearded booger-eating fifth Ninja Turtle known as Shuddy Boy. <coughs> Yo! <laughs> <laughs> Just had to set us up, didn't you? <laughs> I don't even know what caused that. Uh, but hello. Hello. <laughs> you had THC vapors laying dormant deep inside you. Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. This three and a half foot bag is no joke. How yeah, many for feet real. Or are three foot bag. How many feet are you, are you through at this point? Well, it looks like I've about two and a half. Done about half of it. Oh, it's like when you when you go to a company party and they have just like a twelve foot hoagie chopped up. Shuddy's just housing one of those to his face. Dude, I love. It's been a rough day. This, it's been this... a rough day, and I wanted to get in the right frame of mind and the uh, have the appropriate amount of performance enhancing drugs in my system for these. Did you hit record, Kevin, first of all? I did. Okay, just We're good sure. this time. Yeah. Just making sure. Here comes a snack unveil. Crazy good. Peach cobbler. I think I did those already. Peach cobbler oh, Pop-Tarts? You? Not that I'm not interested in your review. Because I, th- I saw them at Target the other day, and I was like, ah, I think I fucking did this already. Because I almost bought it. I just saw an uh, apple fritter uh, Pop-Tart at, dude... Kevin, Those were the Ralph's. other option. I went with the um, with these instead, though. I feel like that's a. F- I've been seeing a lot of peach lately. I think peach might be like a f- end of summer fall flavor, right? I mean, I fucking love peach. Obviously, I'm just saying that because it's the end of summer, beginning of fall, or you know, close to it. But I was I'm at saying, the grocery like, store a little while ago, and they already have Halloween candy on the shelves fucking weird Word. like like the big bags of candy label with halloween uh you did do them december 16th 2021 wow yeah. it's up on the patreon huh yeah it sure do you, is do you remember the score you gave those on your snack attack jeff oh no way no <laughs> I, I haven't purchased them since although i don't I don't really do pop tarts unless it's like for a snack attack. They're fucking delicious. I'm glad Dom and I didn't but... do a hijacked snack attack on these. Then that would have been. Well, I mean, the Puminati's still interested in your feedback. Let's see. And I think you're a much bigger pop tart loyalist than I am. Again, I only have them for the snack attacks. All right. So, and I quote: "It's a seventy. Pretty good." As far as Jeff's, as far as Pop Tarts are concerned, Jeff thinks it's a below average Pop Tart. Tastes fine. 
nothing to be too excited about. <laughs> Are you just reading nothing the captions? Nothing he's going to rush to the store and buy. Wait, does my YouTube video he provide captions? He did stumble captions? through the word post-breakfast for about 10 seconds. Uh, did, did, do I ever mention breakfast dessert? Because Pop-Tarts... Breakfast dessert. You know what I'm this talking is, about, you Kevin. You have it listed. You're calling it, while you're saying post-breakfast, you're calling it a post-breakfast dessert, but you stumble through it. It's Because I love amusing. Reese's Pieces. I just dropped the post. Cheese and ham sandwich. So, I really wish it would have come in a smaller case and that I was... Have you tried the Boston cream pie or apple? Well, you said apple fritter was the choice that you didn't take. Have you tried the Boston cream pie? Uh? Yeah. Dom did and wasn't too into them. Yeah. But they were just all right. He doesn't like Matrix or Goodfellas. I, <laughs> his opinion, it's tough. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, Shuddy, are you going to toast those? Do you toast your Pop-Tarts or are you going raw? I don't typically toast them. I usually don't either. I think when I did the snack attack, I had one toasted and one untoasted. It's a good way of doing it. You get to you get a, a full spectrum of the flavors. I honestly don't know how I feel about that. And again, I, I mean, I've had pop tarts my whole life. I should, as the snack sommelier, have a specific answer as to which way I like my pop tarts. But I can, I could go either way. I think the most important part of you being the snack sommelier is testing it both ways. Because yeah. some people are toasters, some people are non-toasters, and you've covered all the bases. Of yeah, pop tart like, enthusiasts. The the fruit ones, the the blueberry, the strawberry, I prefer toasted. But the brown sugar s'more ones, I prefer untoasted. That's ah. that's kind of what I figured out. So, so you're like, a fair yeah, weather toaster. Opposite. Okay, but you understand that mm-hmm. there are I think certain ones toast better than the others. I think a s'mores pop tart is delicious. I think if you throw that in the toaster so it the marshmallow is gooey, it ratchets it up. Yeah, that one was more of like the French. I actually just think like the brown sugar. You like you don't ever have to toast that one. Like that one, you know. You know. I these are good. They're not very. There's not the filling isn't very in overpowering in flavor. Yeah, it's a very mild flavored filling, which I'm not too happy about. So I kind of go my season stuff that I was saying, my seasonal commentary is more based off of Trader Joe's. Like, I go to Trader Joe's, like, at least once a week. Probably, probably twice a week. But Do you only go to Trader Joe's? No. I had, I had Trader Joe's and Ralph's. Because there are just certain things that Trader Joe's doesn't have that I really want. Yeah. Like, like DiGiorno's, like Mexican Coke. You know, like <laughs> shit like that. Like, a certain, like, you know, Trader Joe's has, it's only it's shit, which is fucking cool and I and I really like, and um, but like they'll have like right now they have peach candles and they have, uh, a few other peach flavors and cinnamon flavor things. So that's like, now I'm thinking like, is that stuff in season? And they'll usually like when you see, they'll be one of the first places to do pop up uh, popcorn, p- uh, pumpkin stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. It's pumpkin, it's p- pumpkin spice season. Yeah. Which is quickly approaching. I, oh, I know. Quickly approaching. And yeah, you- if, if Shuddy's supermarkets already have Halloween candy. I mean, I usually start my horror movie regimen in August. Really? Yeah. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Richard Christie does as well, because because then you get like three months to celebrate Halloween by just watching tons of horror movies. Like Fair. tomorrow. Here's how much of a fucking junkie I am. I saw that they're releasing Event Horizon in 4K in a steelbook. I already own Event Horizon on Blu-ray. What's that mean, steelbook? What is that? <laughs> it's just the the packaging of the Blu-ray instead of like the plastic oh. thing. It's like the the metal the metal one. It's like um commemorative. Dude, it looks fucking sick. Like the, it's whole new no whole new like um, cover art for it. It looks so rad. I, I, it comes tomorrow. I, I, even though I already own it on Blu-ray, I was like, I need a 4K. I need the special edition. I fucking love Event Horizon. And I'm going to watch it. Actually, no. I'm going to wait because Carl hasn't seen it. And I think it's... 25th anniversary. I figured it would have been older, to be honest. I remember seeing... I saw this in theaters. I remember I went with my cousin. I think we were out of state. I think we were in Florida. And I remember just... Because, you know, the end credits is done by the Prodigy. Yeah. And that was when the Prodigy was just in their killing moment. it. Yeah. Fat of the Land, yep. right? That was their, their big album. Oh, I fully participated in that whole movement. I, I bet you if I revisited that CD, I'd be like, yeah, this still kicks fucking ass. That was, yeah, um, that was the closest. Things. I have two comments. One, I've never seen Event Horizon. Oh, by the Steelbook. I would be willing to do it for homework. Okay. Um, Wish we had like a uh, five dick draft to go off of. Two. Uh, Fat of the land does still slap. You've listened to it recently. Uh, within the last three years, yes. Let me pull that up on my Apple Music. I want to give that a revisit. That was the closest I ever got to thinking like nose piercings. Like, are they cool? Am I? Am I? What? What am I missing here? Well, that guy had the tongue ring. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was the. I think that was the first time I ever saw somebody with their tongue pierced, and I remember being like, "Oh, that must have hurt so bad." Fuck that guy's hardcore. And within like eight months, it became a sign of being gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever happened. That, that guy's that guy's starter. dead now too. How did he die? I think he OD'd. Yeah, surprising. Um, he had. They actually put a tribute to him. In Assassin's Creed Valhalla. No way, really? What a weird yeah. game to shout him out in. One of the the side missions is a character that looks exactly like him. And then he fades away at the end. And then it's like a rest in peace. What was the guy that died? Um, I forget his name, but the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> there was a white guy and there was a black guy. Yeah. The white guy with the tongue ring. Ren, right? And the other one was Stimpy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They kind of were like a a live-action Ren and Stimpy. So, Shuddy, what's your your final thoughts on the the Peach Pop-Tarts? Keith Flint was his name. That's right, yeah. Oh, Keith, I is. I think it's a a 75. I think I liked it more than Jeff did. Um, It does leave a weird, like, that weird fake sugary film on the top of your mouth. I don't care for that. Toasty. But it's not a bad one. Yeah, but if you're looking, if you're in the pop tart aisle, oh. compare it to the other pop tarts, right? Like you're not, you're getting like three or four more ahead of these. Absolutely. Yeah. Because what would you grade the the cherry is your favorite, right? What would you put the cherry? 
mid-90s? Cherry Frosted is a 95. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. And I will tell you, I've recently finally dipped my toes in the Frosted Blueberry Pop-Tart waters. Oh, And those are also a very high-tier Pop-Tart. Why did it take you so long to do the blueberry? Because for a very long time, I didn't like blueberry. Huh. Interesting. Or I didn't think I really liked blueberry, so I stayed away from things blueberry. Did the acai job change your mind on that? Is that sure how it did. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I love blueberries. So, Shuddy, you mentioned you've been having a rough day. Do you need to vent, or do you want to just no. move on? No. It just lots of work stuff. We're opening a new store, and so... I was away for four days, and I today was my first day back. So just you know, I mean, a we lot definitely of need eyes to... to dot, T's to cross. Asayis to squeeze. We do have to talk. Inspectors to appease. Oh, palms to grease. No, we're not greasing any palms. We're not perform doing anything illegal, Kevin. Gotta feed the fishies. <laughs> so yeah, we definitely have to talk about your weekend because. You and Dom, two men in their 40s, made a road trip. Whoa, coming out aggressively. Got an Airbnb for three nights to attend a toy convention, which, judging by you guys' social media posts, turned into much more than that. I see Dominic tempted fate by ordering another hot dog at a fucking baseball game, and one that looked like, as a fellow heartburn sufferer, Heartburn nightmare fuel. He got, what was that, like a deep fries mac and cheese barf <laughs> no. hot dog? So him and I both got the same thing. It was a jumbo hot dog with tater tots, <laughs> jalapenos, and a <laughs> cheddar cream cheese spread. <laughs> what the fuck? Sesame. I can't remember if it was a sesame seed or poppy seed bun. I felt like it was poppy seed. If I, I think so. Yeah, using my photographic memory, there were black seeds. That's poppy seed usually, right? Um, it was. We we will that we have we will get to that later because it factored. It comes. Did he shit his pants? The, the, that whole evening, <laughs> it was just, it was amazingly <clears throat> fun. Uh, it could not have ended in an any more Dom fashion than it did. But um, yeah, Can we, we drove out to um, <laughs> Columbus for PowerCon, which is a vintage toy convention. Um, PowerCon? Sounds like some... Uh... Power sounds bottom like, con. Sounds like a few people might have accidentally ended up at the wrong convention with that name. People showing up in well, their khakis and tiki Power torches Con because it used to be a Masters of the Universe <laughs> convention, but so you should have had Domino Lee for some reason unknown to me. Currently, <laughs> them and Mattel had a split, and Mattel has nothing to do with it any longer, and had no presence at the convention whatsoever. Wow. Well, I'm glad you guys still patronized it. Was there absence um, noted and felt? So it was. I mean, it was basically just a big toy show. It was the same thing we've gone to here a bunch of times. Just but you couldn't play with them. What do you mean? 
You said, like, show. So you just go and look at the toys, or could you play with them as well? It's like Comic-Con. You go, and you look at the toys, you buy them. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Man, that reminds me. Did you give me, me the Armageddon toy? You I didn't. God damn I it. fucking forgot to go back. Oh, my God. I even said to I'll Dom, never get another chance to go grab that. that for Jeff, and I'll just send it to him for Christmas. Motherfuck. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to Google. I'm going to see if I can find them. So, Shuddy sent me a, a picture. Hot Wheels, Armageddon. Hot Wheels, Harry Stamper. Yeah, Shuddy sent a group text of... I, did you know there was an Armageddon toy line? Motherfucker. I know I did. I should have bought that for you, buddy. Why? Are they super expensive online? Uh, 20 bucks. I mean, the boxes are in much better shape, but 20 bucks plus. Yeah, I'm seeing 25 on eBay. Yeah. Holy shit. Ben Affleck's got one, too? Oh, baby. So, a lot of times when you buy toys, there's, like, um, little add-ons and stuff and accessories and shit. Does Ben Affleck's one have the animal crackers? <laughs> Hold on, I'll get over there now. And Liv Tyler's poon tank? AJ Frost. Like, you, you know, and... No, um, it just looks like he has, like, this drill thing. Like, the when we were kids, I guess they still do it for current kids, but... When they have toy commercials and they show the kids playing with them, and it, it was always on some grand, elaborate stage that no fucking kid had. Even like the richest of your friends, the richest kid at school, didn't have the fucking setup that kids were playing with their Batman toys with in the commercial, which I always found to be a little bit of a bummer. It's like, man, it looks like those kids in the commercial are having way more fun with these toys than I am. Yeah, and it's the optimal setup for that particular toy that you can never get to behave the same way at home. Exactly. But I, like I wonder the, if they had a whole commercial series promoting these Armageddon toys, and there's like the Ben Affleck toy is holding the little fucking the drill. No, the no, the, the animal, animal cracker. Oh, and he's like skipping it down Liv Tyler's navel. Well, at least on eBay, oh, it's gonna go in your poon tank. It feels like the only Armageddon action figures they have are Harry Stamper, who's played by Bruce Willis, and AJ Frost, who's played by Ben Affleck. But they're all they're both in their astronaut getup. Oh, okay. So it's not him wearing street clothes, possibly. You they can might have with Liv Tyler, who doesn't even have an, an action figurine. They might not have even sold these at like KB Toys when we were young. Fuck, dude. When's the last? They're done, right? There's yeah. no KB Toys. I feel like gone. I feel like I remember like the last one of the last KB Toys, at least in my area, Colony Center going down. What it's was weird it, to 2002? think about it. There, there was a there was a point in time in all three of our lives when we walked into KB Toys for the last time and never realized it. Like I always thought I would take my kids to KB Toys. Like to me, KB Toys is always like the the Walmart to Toys R Us's Toys R Us's Target. Like I felt like I don't know KB Toys was a little little worse than Target or a, a little worse than Toys R Us. I still remember the complete layout of the KB Toys at the Livingston Mall in New Jersey. Like I remember which aisle and what section of it had the Ninja Turtles. It's <sighs> going there until my t- t- into my twenties. Yeah. <laughs> so Shuddy, um, take a, tell, KB take us more. KB Toys at Lehigh Valley Mall is the Zoomies now. Oh, Zoomies! What a fucking downgrade. Yeah, like bitch ass packs on. Except I'm sure Dom is pumped about it. That's probably where he gets all of his like puka shell necklaces. 
Jesus Christ. I don't ever know if you're joking when you say that. Does he still, in fact, wear puka shell necklaces? No, he doesn't. <laughs> okay. He did not have one on this weekend, at least. Man. So what else What else happened? You guys went to the toy convention. Did um, you guys meet anybody Friday, famous? What'd you say? Did you meet anybody famous? Um, we met on Friday. We'll get to Friday, I guess. So we went to the convention on Friday. And there were two figures that were exclusively available at the convention from Four Horsemen Studios. Were they He-Man? They were He-Man inspired. So, yeah. Did you get them? And it was the only thing I specifically wanted to get at the con. Oh, yeah? And... We showed up at the convention 45 minutes before doors opened and were probably 200th in line. No way. Yeah. So was this like a major convention? Like, was it packed? It was pretty packed, yeah. It was pretty packed. It was not very large, um, but it was pretty packed. Um, And then... Once we got in, as soon as we got in the doors, there was a line blocking the entrance. And I asked what it was, and the guys were like, oh, this is for four horsemen. So I got in line. took me two hours to get to where we could buy figures. Yeah. And they sold out of the two I was there for six people in front of me. Oh. Oh, you got shuddied. Jeez. Not a good start. Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. So I was the first day of the convention. I was pretty salty and. I'm going to kick somebody's ass. Wasn't as. Didn't look as much as I should have because I really thought I was done with my shopping after day one because I thought I got everything I had wanted. Uh, but then after the convention, we went back to the Airbnb, got ready, and went to a Columbus Clippers AAA baseball game where we had those hot dogs. They're not basketball? No. No. No, Clippers are a <laughs> basketball team. My whole life is a lie. No, Wait, no. Yeah, that's Los what Angeles I was saying. Clippers no. are a basketball team. Yeah. Columbus and Clippers is what he went to. I mean, there's... Are they a real team? Yes. Yeah, but it's minor league. They're oh. a minor league team for Baseball. the Cleveland Guardians. Oh. Did you see um, Kieran Lovegrove, who exploded my thumb? Is he on their team? Dominic and I were making jokes. We couldn't remember the guy's name, so we were like, maybe this guy's him, because they started a pitcher who was throwing 89 miles an hour. So I was like... That's about what I got hit at. Yeah, that's... <laughs> um, we could do like a game where... We can ask Kevin, we'll tell him like a minor league baseball team and ask him if that's like a real team or not. Or if you there, guys made it up. Yeah, because there's some crazy ones. There's some there's some wild uh, minor league baseball team names. So. You guys want to see my thumb? Sure, yeah. I'll get a little treat for the YouTube people because I remember to Is hit it getting better? It is. We actually haven't talked about it even though I've been here for like three hours. It's getting better, but it's at the point now where like it's... It, it looks gross because it's been all squeezed up, so it looks all wrinkly. Um, 
No, it's closing. Yeah, it's not. It's not getting a good view on the camera because it doesn't like it when I put things. It close actually to looks it. grosser in person than on the camera. Oh yeah, it looks really gross. It's because it's still swollen and all the skin around the wound is still like really dark purple. But this little bing boing right here in the front, that's where the ball hit, and it is that has looked like that since day one. It's the scab is is not getting any smaller. It's really bizarre. It might just you might just have that on your thumb for forever. But the the all the tissue around the big gash on the other side, it kind of looks like Edward Norton's chemical burn wound in Fight Club, like when Brad Pitt smooches him on the on the hand and then dumps the the lie on it or whatever. That's what it's kind of looking like. But uh, so this this baseball game was a, an impromptu decision on you guys. This wasn't on the schedule, but you were just like, ah, I actually it. texted Dom about it while we were, were while. Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. Just either just before or while we were recording last week. It was okay. something that we decided before we got there, but it was not something initially planned. Um, and it ended up being $5 beer night. Fuck yeah. And WWE Hall of Famer Ron Simmons. And hot dog two for one night. Um, also known to some as Farouk from the Nation of Domination. Absolutely. Uh, oh, that's a, good, that's a good opening line for Dom. Like, hey, do you know they call me the Dominator? <laughs> <laughs> um, was doing an appearance, so Dom was all in. And yes, we had those delicious hot dogs from Dirty Frank's Hot Dog Palace. <laughs> oh, Dirty Frank's. That's like the Dirty worst Mike name. Dirty Mike and the boys. Yeah, Dirty Frank's Hot Dog Palace. Dirty Frank's uh, Lumpy Trouser Hot Dogs. So they appetizing. Were, they were fucking amazing. They were really fucking good. I mean, they look good. I mean, <laughs> I, I opened up Instagram and I looked at Dom's stories and I'm, I see hot dogs and I'm like, oh, this son of a bitch. He's really, he's really right just back in the lion's den. Tempting fate. I, he, it took him quite a while. Dude, he had to size like, it I, up. I, I like fucking inhaled mine. <laughs> <laughs> I inhaled mine and I wanted something else to eat and had to wait for him to finish. Um, he's packing at it. But he was, <laughs> yeah, he was very careful. I made sure to drill it into his head that he needed if he was doing this that he needed to Dom, chew your food yeah listen we don't want to go to the fucking hospital in Columbus they're dealing with gunshot victims (laughs) alright and while we were eating our hot dogs and watching the game uh, they showed on on the video board they showed an ad for an arcade suite that they have wow I just I just watched I showed Carl um, King of Kong for the first time ever. You watched Which, the whole thing with her. Yeah, five days. Then gave me the unfortunate task of having to explain to Dom that it wasn't an arcade; it was a box suite, and that we couldn't just go play the Mortal Kombat machine. What? At- <laughs> that they showed on the screen. I would have um, been right there with Dominic. Be like, why can't I play with those toys? So then we found out that there there was a barcade a mile and a half from the baseball stadium. Nice. Uh, I love that both of you guys are dads. Leverage against Dom because I told him that we could go, but we weren't going to drive the car there. We could only go 
if we rode the scooters. Nice. Okay. Love the scooters. Uh, and then that idea got put in Dom's head. So we went and got autographs from Farouk and a picture with him. Nice. You're, you're all pulled in your end of the bargain. Uh, dropped the stuff off at the car, hopped on scooters, and sped off for a mile and a half. After pounding several beers to the 16-bit bar and arcade to pound several mixed drinks named after 90s icon, uh, you know, pop culture icons like Hulk Hogan, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Did, what about there, Carrie uh, Ewells? Was there a Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Uh, there was a drink called Super Smash Berries. Oh. There was, uh, they were all like kinds type of, of crazy yeah. mixed drinks that were delightful, and the arcade games were free. Oh, nice. When's the last time you've been to a barcade? That's like right up your alley. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think Dave and Buster's is cheating. So, wow. <laughs> well, okay. Why? Well, the last time I went to a Dave and Buster's was actually with Carl, and we didn't drink anything. We just played the games. Wow. And I th- it, was my, it was my suggestion because we were, we were at a place where we needed to kill some time, and there was a Dave and Buster's, and suggesting that got an eye roll. And then once we got in and started playing the games, she was, like, smiling she from it. ear to ear. Yeah, I was like, how could you not? Dave and Buster's, it fucking kicks ass. There's a reason it still exists. Was there original argument? I don't. I don't like games. <laughs> I don't like fun. Well, it's hard to com- it's hard to combat that. Yeah, there's um, Shuddy. Did I send you a text of this? There's in your area. I think in Allentown, they opened up an arcade called Back to the Arcade, and it's written in Back to the Future font. And it's uh-huh. it's lit up in like black lights and neon lights the way Should old school arcades were. Yeah, Are you aware of this? There. Yeah, cool. Dom and I have been there. Yeah, of course, dude. All right, just making sure. Like, if they had one of those in LA, I would. Yeah, you buy. I would live you there. You buy like a wristband for like an hour, and you can play any game. Yeah, bonerific. Fuck yeah. Yeah. The dude that runs that back to the arcade is really cool. We should get them as a sponsor. Um, For our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we should. We'll, we'll, we'll accept payment in tokens <laughs> and, yeah. f- and flights to Pennsylvania. Um, as we were going into the bar, the barcade, they checked our IDs. I walked in. I ordered a drink. Turn around and Dom is nowhere to be found. I feel. I, I, I imagine you would just follow the sounds of. Finish him. Well, he wasn't even in the bar yet because he was having a conversation with the bouncer. Yeah, Dom's making friends. That's cool. Because Dom was wearing an day. AEW yeah. T-shirt, wrestling T-shirt, and the bouncer started talking to him about wrestling. Dom's like, "Oh, you like but, wrestling? Did you know I almost got tapped out by a hot dog?" <laughs> so. Dom and him were, like, ma- talking for, like, five minutes dog. before Dom finally came in. Uh, we we were there for a good while, pounding drinks and playing games. Uh, and then... Dom got red-carded? We got back on the scooters 
to proceed to ride a, the mile and a half back. Incident free. Uh, other than the times that I almost ate it because I was hot dogging and like. You went no I, hands? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, one time I pulled, there was a parking lot that was a little gravelly. So I ripped the scooter in there and planted my foot and hit the brakes and tried to kick it out and skid it. And I almost flipped. It. I still look cool. No, because it, I, <laughs> I stumbled and like had to catch myself from like flipping over. It. Um, hey, Dom, check this out. I'm going backwards. Until uh, 50 yards or less from where we parked them for the night to go back to the Airbnb when Dom ate it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Someone had to go down the scooters. I'm happy I've never fallen on one or while riding one. Yeah, because, I mean, th- that's, that is easily a hospital visit. When those things are cooking full speed and you fall oh, yeah. off, you could easily just bonk your head really fucking hard. Yeah. If you don't know so, how to fall, 15 miles an hour is it's pretty fast to eat shit on, on the road um, or a sidewalk. Yeah, we're not kids. Yeah, like, there we was can't take those this spot like, on okay. the sidewalk that had like concrete, like planters, like curb height, and there was a little bit between the curb and the street before it. And I was being an asshole, and I, for the last little bit, I went around to the thin side where there was maybe about eight inches of clearance between falling off the curb or crashing into the curb. And Dom followed me, and I'm <laughs> cooking, and all I just hear is a fucking scooter no! go down <laughs> behind me. And I turn around, I'm like, oh, no. And he's like, I'm fine. Were he, you eating a hot bailed, dog on the scooter? <laughs> he bailed before anything bad could happen, but he, like, he was wearing flip-flops, so he, like, kicked the curb. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But you, you guys don't have goofballs. scooters in your in your in your area, right? Nope, they we, they don't have them in Philly either. So we have no ex, we have no exposure to them. When I found out that Columbus had them, I was dying for a reason that we had to use them. Fuck yeah, dude! And well, it was found some so, good reasons. On the ride back, as we're ripping through Columbus. On these scooters, Dom just blurts out, Columbus gets me. <laughs> oh, Dom's going to move to Columbus. Dom, <laughs> Dom <laughs> he was just, it was just the most purest but hilarious thing to just, not even in conversation. I just, we were just, I just heard him mutter, like, say it. He just said it. It wasn't like we weren't in conversation. We it, it just huh. a statement while we were not discussing anything. What was, was he on a scooter at the time? Yes, he was. I'm we telling were. you, a, a scooter just opened you up, and your just natural raw feelings come out. Like it, like when we were riding through Long Beach, and Jeff just whizzes by me, and goes, I "Feel like I fucking beat everybody's ass right now," <laughs> and then he's just gone. Yeah, just feel like a gangster. <laughs> there was a things. time. Dom had been ahead of me. <laughs> he was ahead of me. 
and he stopped because there was a don't walk sign. <laughs> and I had, had, was able to look both ways and there was nobody coming. So I just went fucking whizzing by him. And I just heard him go, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shuddy, wait for me. <laughs> Dude, I'll fucking, I'll fucking sp- split lanes on those things. I run red lights all the time. Yeah, you're uh, you're kind of a, a warlord. You're a bit of a liability on those scooters. Yeah, I fucking love it. Oh, yeah, that man. was how I was. As soon as I figured out how to operate it, it, there was no fear in me for anything stupid I was trying to do. Like I said a couple times, like girls, like like homies, girlfriends, my mom, like, oh yeah, just come, we'll take it easy. I never take it easy. I just take off on these bitches. <laughs> there was one point that I was like squatted behind the handlebars. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like such a gangster on those fucking things. Hey, Dom, check it out. Bunny hop. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, take, uh, but I'll then, take mine off of jumps. Uh, and then Saturday, we went back to the convention. Spent the rest of my money. <laughs> What was the the big purchase that you made, or yeah, what, how what's, many several? What's the purchases? crown jewel? Oh, okay. Well, be is... careful, Shuddy. Be careful. Don't drop it. It's a collectible. Castle Grayskull. Another the two thousand X Castle Grayskull. So, what year is that from? Do you have to assemble the whole thing? Is it like a Lego? Oh yeah, this is sealed in box. This has never been opened. Are you going to play with it? I'm going to put it together to display at some point. How long do you think it'll take you to assemble? Um, well, the thing is, uh, Draven actually had this at one point in his life. So this is old. Yeah, this is old. This is 2002. What did Draven do with it? Absolutely nothing. So it got given, given away when that, New He-Man TV show had come out. I tried to get him into it by buying him all the toys, and it didn't work out, so they just went. All right, fine. I'll just spend your college tuition on toys for me. (laughs) No, we didn't hold on to any of that stuff. I wish I would have. I don't know why we didn't. So how did your your guys' little excursion end? It ended up with us deciding we wanted to come home more than we wanted to go to the third day of the convention so we left at 9 a.m. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, when why did not? The, did enough damage? When did the end when was the end of the convention? Uh yesterday um uh, I want to say 4. Was there any like hot promo models? Or no, there, chicks there and were cosplay? Yeah, Saturday was there was a cosplay contest, nothing real real racy um there was one that dom absolutely loved she probably looked like uh, sarah michelle geller no it was ultra magnus from transformers i don't know nope he's uh if like he doesn't his, know then yeah. um but his name is ultra magnus and this guy was ultra madness so he was a mashup of Macho Man Randy Savage and Ultra Magnus. Ooh, check out my robot dick. <laughs> when he said, I'm very happy yeah, that you know Macho yeah, Man, not uh, Ultra Magnus. I've I heard thought of him. Dom was going to lose it. Dom was so happy. It was, <laughs> it's, he wasn't in the 
cosplay contest, which I thought was not was strange because it was, I think, the best costume there, other than a Voltron. So you made this sound like there was some like big epic conclusion. No, he drove home. Oh, when did I I do that? I don't know. I thought you were teasing some like big thing. Was it Dom wiping out? Yeah, that was it. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Dom eating shit in a scooter. I'll, I'll take, take it. That. Yeah. We survived. Footage of it. He survived. He didn't. He didn't choke to death on a hot dog. I honestly would always. I I figured he'd handle the scooter worse than the hot dog, but nah, whatever. Yeah. I mean the the Lincoln Financial hot dog. Apparently he he comported himself all right at the Columbus Clipper or with the Columbus Clipper hot dog. So, oh, Dom b- bouncing back. Hopefully he can get a win over the fucking hot dog and the next coming. Uh, upcoming MSPH wrestling. I don't know if yeah. that match is booked, but I'm just happy he's getting over his hot dog demons. Yep, me too. Hey, you guys want to hear the shit I have to put up with? Sure. From you, you fucking bitch. You guys are the most festival con going motherfuckers I know. I tried to invite Kevin here to to come to a con with me, a trading card con. Has Pokemon cards. I think it has sports cards in Long Beach. In a couple of weeks, this motherfucker is big time in me. Now, the whole purpose of me going to this con is because Autumn from MasterChef is going. So I'm going to ask her in person to come on our Crafter Jeff podcast. That was my idea. And maybe she could even do the anime watch along. I know she's in the anime or I don't know that. I'm actually kind of guessing because she's into all that other shit. She's into Japanese culture. Yeah. I would like to know how your pitch would go to get her to come back to Kevin's apartment to watch anime with you two. I well, I don't think she I was into, into the Zoom link. Yeah, I don't think she lives okay. in L.A., so I don't think an in-person right. thing would have happened anyway. Okay. I mean, the only in-person thing would, like, her coming back to my place in Long Beach since, like, she's already in Long Beach. But, like, <laughs> I'm not going to watch fucking... I mean, I'd watch anything with her if she really wanted to, but, um, but yeah, there's no option of like her. She's not going to go from Long Beach to Studio City on a fucking Saturday night. No, to watch it. Well, maybe if we had the right drugs, what but we, we're not going to. That would but, also be a fun thing to explain to Carl. Right, right. Hey, can you make room for Autumn on the couch? Yeah, <laughs> and I Jeff, let the dogs out. We're gonna watch well, anime. If we pitched it to her as like a double date, she'd be into that because. She really likes me, and I feel like she wants to see me yeah. gain some momentum with chicks. Sure. So in that sense, she'd be okay with it. But, yeah, like the Autumn profile, she's probably not that down with. Probably not, yeah. Um, but no, well, here's I, the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I, all sucks. of a sudden you're fucking burned out on cons. All we need, of a sudden. We need, we need Shuddy as an as a impartial juror for this, but I, I, I've been to like, I've been to too many. I'm getting burnt out. It's just between that and travel, like trips to Florida, road trips with Carl, weddings, funerals, uh, New Orleans, and then all the cons. Like I was so after New Orleans because, you know, I was obviously wasn't planning on my grandpa dying. And then his memorial service being the weekend before my birthday was just like, Eef. like tickets to Florida are always expensive. And then just booking a last minute one. Was just like ah fuck. How much are tickets to Long Beach? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Continue. Go ahead. So, I don't know. I after after, um, you know, and then breaking my thumb on top of it and all this shit. It's just made everything so much more complicated. And it was just, 
I'm burning my. This is too much. I'm doing too much traveling. I'm going to too many things. I went to you know the. I didn't go to San Diego Comic Con because that was New Orleans weekend. But I went to the Anime Con. I went to Star Wars convention with my mom. God, just the second that last syllable left my mouth, I was like, it's truly an, an injustice to the universe that I've had sex. <laughs> but. Yeah. Going to, I, going to fucking Star Wars cons with your mom with a girlfriend. I mean, yeah. you're like the fucking the homeless guy that's staying at his chick's house every night. It's just been so much. And then I was, I was, I was telling Carl, I'm like, I'm so, I'm so stoked that we actually have a weekend where we can do nothing. Like, all I want to do is sit on the couch and watch Netflix, watch movies, smoke weed, and catch my breath. I just want to decompress. What was Carl's response to that? I'm so down. Yes. Okay. We... Uh, we need to slow down and just relax, recharge our batteries. And then I look at my my Google calendar, and I'm like, what the hell is this thing showing up on Saturday? And it was that horror convention I went to, and I'm like, why? What? I Oh, I did buy tickets to this. Holy shit. And I was like, all right, well, you don't have to go, but I don't want to eat the cost of a ticket, so I'm just going to go and check this out. But after this, I'm fucking done. I'm done with conventions for a while. I'm done with all this. There's not even anything on the horizon I'm interested in. And then Jeff is like, oh, you want to go to a trading card convention? And I was just like, I can't do it. I can't. This I'll just third bitch. wheel it. I don't want to. I don't want to. bitch. I don't want to get in the way of you talking to Autumn. Why don't you and Carl come? We can make like a little Long Beach day of it. There is a 0% chance that I talk Carl into going to another convention. How? How is her zero? She likes Pokemon, right? Don't you guys play that Pokemon Go shit? Yeah, but she has no interest in cards. Oh, my God. And I don't do trading cards. You guys are fucking terrible. All right, whatever. This guy invited me to a second appearance of 626 Night Market. And all of a sudden, he's just too fucking famous, too tired to do cons anymore. Well, I have to eat eat food. God. You see the shit I put up with, Shuddy? So I'm going to have to go. I'm okay. Gonna, this is going to be a write-off. I'm going to write this shit off on my taxes. That's, that's like Shuddy. half the reason why I want to go. I just want another write-off. I, it feels good writing things off on my taxes. i got to be honest. Now that you're back with us, Shuddy, I just explained that I've just been traveling nonstop, going to too many conventions. I didn't even want to go to that horror convention. I heard one. your bitch-ass excuses. Right. And I have you, no. You think I the guy no, who just went to a fucking toy con in his forties? I have no book? interest in trading cards. You think he's gonna agree with you? And what I'm hearing is you have no interest in making this podcast better by helping get Autumn signed as a guest. What you don't think Jeff can do it on his own? That's insulting. <laughs> That's a good point, Kevin. But I'm not insulted, Shuddy. I'm not insulted, and and I think it's. It's fair to question Kevin's commitment to this podcast based so, on all the information As I was saying, provided. Shuddy Boy, what do you think is more egregious? Me not wanting to go to like my millionth con of the year for something that I'm not even into, or Jeff not wanting to go to the 626 night market? I already went. I went a couple weeks ago. I, Did you eat every possible from every possible vendor there? No way. That's not... No. Then then there is absolutely zero reason to not go a second time. Yeah, you're going to be eating food that day. The thing that... <laughs> Which, damn right. speaking of, I want to tell you, we did. I could not convince Dom to eat there. But Columbus, Ohio, has a Korean-style corn dog shop. 
maybe Dom felt he had danced with the devil too much eating a hot dog at the fo- <laughs> at the baseball game. Yeah, you can't tempt fate like that by eating two hot dogs in one weekend. Have you ever had a Korean corn dog? I haven't. No. I mean, I've had Korean corn cheese. That's awesome. If they can somehow bread that and then put that around a hot dog and deep fry it all, you might have a real fucking power <laughs> move. That's a that's a heavy corn dog, let me tell you. Uh so but, a Korean corn dog apparently they batter it and then they roll it in toppings and mm-hmm. then deep fry it. So it has like cheese on the outside. Interesting. I'm sure it's delicious. Again, I like hot dogs of all different nations, so I'd definitely give that one a try. <laughs> That's right. what made me think of it. Well if you're gonna excuse this bitch assness by throwing it in my face, I didn't try every fucking vendor. I'm not excusing either one of you or bitch assness. I think it's but the way it we is, talk about the 626 night market, don't you think it's weird for Jeff to be like, oh, you know, I already went to the 626 night market a couple of months ago. I, dude, can, like, I can only handle it once a month. I need not, more soy. It's not that big of a deal, but it is like a $100 move, right? Like the tickets are $5, and then every fucking thing that you order is like $24, $25, right? Like it's not, like, I, it's not breaking the bank, but it's not exactly How much like, were tickets to the... All right, now that we're bringing money into it, how much were tickets for the... $38. It's 30 plus the convenience fee. And the so, convenience fee is probably, probably going to be like 12 bucks. No, I'm saying it was 30 oh, oh, okay. and then the, the $8 were the, the convenience fee. So, I mean, I, to, in my head, that's kind of expensive to go look at fucking stupid cards. I'm not even going to look at the cards. I'm literally just going to try to... F- I'm going to follow Autumn around and then get her attention somehow and then ask her. Is she there as an attendee or as a panelist or something? She's like a panelist. Like she's doing like some live unboxing stream where she opens a bunch of like cards. <laughs> so like I don't know. I'm going to have to like get her Interrupt when she's. Interrupt the stream? Yeah. And that, and that can't happen, right? Hey, so come on my podcast. I got to get her when she's off the stream. And like I actually think. It's not going to be an issue. Like I think, like I'll be able to get her attention in a, in a non like goofy, sleazy, shitty way, and she's going to accept. Because why not? I mean, it's like I'm just going to send you a fucking Zoom link. Like you're not down. I think she'd be down. I'm probably going to end up just going by myself, having to fucking shoot my shot alone, which isn't that big of a deal. Whatever. But I don't know. I figured this this guy since he's gone to cons. I don't know how many times this year he would be into another one. Yeah, but I'm not into trading cards. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Fair enough. So Whatever. I'm basically just driving, making a round trip to Long Beach, paying for parking, paying for a convention ticket. But you ticket. have to pay for parking. You can park at my place. How far do you live from the convention center? We, uh, probably a mile and a half, but we'll fucking scooter. So pay for a scooter. A <laughs> mile and a half on a scooter. Probably going to be 12 bucks. Yeah. Round trip gas. And then... All it's there is so I can stand next to you when you ask Autumn. Well, you could also help ask. Like, you have the biggest social media presence on this fucking podcast. Any help, actually, from you would be appreciated. So what do you want? Do you want to write out a script and we switch words? <laughs> Hi, Autumn. Maybe. We're all right, part you know what? If you, a podcast. If you, if you DM her from your Instagram, that'll, that'll be fine. You don't have to. I won't be disappointed. I won't bring up to you not going to this con ever again. She's got a DM her from your Instagram. I don't think that's a big deal. Sounds like someone's kind of chicken over there. Shut Oh, 
No, I've DM'd her. I've DM'd her a bunch of times. She doesn't fucking respond. She's not going to respond to mine. You have 25 times the... Def- maybe more. Yeah, I but I'm not, I'm not verified. I'm not, it's not going to be any different. If she doesn't look at her DMs, she's not, mine's mm. not going to magically just... You, you're probably right. Face. You're probably right. But I, I don't know. It just feels like someone <clears throat> with the... the why don't you comment on one of her posts? The, the platform. Some people are doing that for me. Yeah, I got to do that probably. Whatever. That just looks... I don't know. I don't know why. I just That just looks fucking whack. Like, hey, you want to come to my podcast? That's how it's done, man. Well, okay. either way. Either way. I do have a little the, bit of an announcement to make. The, the Puminati... Recon- I don't know where this is going, but the Puminati... Has observed your bullshit, and I feel confident they'll be on my side here. I feel like they don't appreciate being gaslit by you and <laughs> having you tell them what their opinion is. All right. Well, I just want to... I, I w- trust the Puminati to make their own opinion. I want to make an announcement before your announcement. Because I respect All right. We're, we're, we're now co-workers. We're no longer friends. All right. Fine. Me and Shuddy will remain friends. But me and you are just co-workers. What's your announcement? Good. Is it going to be a Patreon race? Shuddy, Cause, cause you, can, you can deal with this guy's bullshit from now on. Oh, good. Great. Thanks. Uh, it looks like I got a stand update coming up. Oh, that's cool. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been dreading this day for decades. <laughs> decades. Like, before I even worked for Howard, I was contacting bars in Stanhope, New Jersey. Asking about open mic nights. My, basically, my entire adult life, I've been flirting with the idea of doing stand-up. I've written stuff. Been around the hole. I've rehearsed it, and then I've chickened out. And much like you Ragnarok... You open mics? Never. I thought you were doing some. No. The closest I've ever gotten is <clears throat> at a talent show when I was like seven. I did stand-up at the YMCA. And I just told a knock-knock joke, and it bombed, and I ran off stage. Yeah. So it's where like are me you counting doing my this? fight from third grade. It's like I'm one and zero in fights. <laughs> Beat the shit out of that kid in third grade. Um. So it's it's not locked in stone yet, but it looks like it's going to be next Tuesday. So Tuesday the sixteenth at the Dime Bar in L.A. on Fairfax. Do you get to skip work that day? No. Does that get you out of work for the podcast that day? No. All right. So it's 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 a free show. It's I believe it's done weekly by Adam Hunter who I've known you know I I I did I engineered a show he did one time on Sirius like years and years and years ago. I've seen him live. Jason's done the Dime Bar. Tully I think has done the Dime Bar. I think Dustin's like lots of people have done the Dime Bar. Uh so I hit him up. I DM'd him. There's the Jason Jason Ellis's first headlining show is next month in Ontario. It's billed as Jason Ellis and Friends and he was like, when I get us, when I get a hosting gig or when I get a featured gig it's going to be us. So like Jason Ellis fans are going to want to come to the show where Kevin and Tully are doing a few minutes a few other comics and then Jason Ellis is the headliner. So it's one of those things that it's been on the books for a while but it's always been so far away in my head. And then it, it was just it's like, like Oregon over again. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, it's August. 
It's next month, and I think it's sold out. If it's not sold out yet, it's goddamn near on the cusp of it. So I got to fucking get up a couple of times. I'm, I'm shitting myself. Like, just talking right now, my palms are sweating. My, my butt cheeks are uncomfortable. My butthole's quivering. The fear has me. Yeah, it's doing things to your ass. I feel like 20 years of planning, 20 years of of just wanting to try stand-up and not having the fucking balls and the courage to do it. This is what you need, though. You need to be pushed into the deep end. I do. So you can thank Alice for that. If if anybody wants to come and see me drown... (laughs) Well, you said it's pretty much sold out, right? No, no, no. I mean at the Dime Bar. In L.A. on oh, next Tuesday. Oh, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, sorry, I was jumping around, but... Yeah, the Dime I mean, Bar... I've heard the story already, so I shouldn't be surprised, but... So okay. I, I DM'd Adam Hunter, and I, I explained the whole thing to him. Like, hey, man, you know, we got some shows coming up, because I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to have to do stand-up at Ellis Mania as well. So I was like, do you have any spots for me to, you know, go up to, and get some time? Would and you... He, sorry. And he responded, and he was like, sure, which Tuesdays work? So I hit him up. He hasn't confirmed it yet, but it sounds like sounds like it's a possibility. It sounds like it's going to happen. So Tuesday. 16th. Tuesday, August 16th, any L.A. Puminati. It's a free show, 8 o'clock at the Dime Bar. <laughs> Would you rather fight at Ellis Mania or do stand-up at Ellis Mania? Fight. Really? I'd rather fight Conor McGregor. Well, I'd, like, that'd be over fast. So, yeah. I and agree. Everybody I tell this to it, like, just can't comprehend why I'm freaked out. And it's like there's, there's a world of... I mean, I, and I used to... When MSPH started, I'd say for the first three or four months, I definitely started sweating before starting every show. And I was nervous, and I felt nervous on the show. And now it's, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a reflex. Yeah, that's what it's I was saying to you. Part of daily life. Yeah, like you might have to suck for like two years, you know. And I've I've been on the Howard Stern show a bunch of times, and that was reaching an audience of millions. But the fact that I didn't have to see them, and I was also a nervous wreck for that too. But I'm way more nervous. This is the most nervous I've ever been in my life. And there's probably not even going to be like a packed house. I just I wear my embarrassment too visibly, too noticeably. The second I get embarrassed, I you can watch my face turn purple. How how long are you? Would you be doing ten minutes? Hasn't been worked out yet, but I do have ten minutes of material. So he has material right there. You shouldn't be as nervous as you already are, because you are how a funny comfortable guy. With your material, are you zero? <laughs> well, yeah, that's zero. <laughs> yeah, and like like I said. For 20 years, I've been rattling this around in my head, and never have I come up with a, a, a stand-up <laughs> concept where I'm like, that's never pretty clever. Good, funny. good for you, Kevin. That's pretty clever. But then <laughs> well, again, like, how many times have you seen stand-up and you're like, why is everybody laughing at this? This is so unfunny. I, maybe I could be the unfunny guy getting laughs. I don't know. Well, if you want to run through it with me, I will gladly. I don't think, I don't think it's useful. No offense, but it's just like, you have to stand in front of people. Like I don't. We were saying I, I mentioned like Jerry Seinfeld earlier, earlier never bombing and like that being his whole thing. But like, yeah, maybe I'll be Seinfeld. No, but like, may like I, I guess what I'm getting at is maybe like I, I wonder what's better for you to bomb epically 
or to kill it your first time. You can make an argument either way. Obviously, the feeling will be better for you to kill it your first time, but like bombing is probably how you learn faster. You know what I mean? All right. It all sucked. <laughs> I got to do a new fucking set. Well, you here's know? the thing. Here, like, or it mostly I, sucked. Here, I'll keep these two jokes. I realize I'm not doing this the way everybody gets their start in stand-up because I've already been working in entertainment for like 16 years. I'm cutting the line a little bit. You know, that's what. I, well, that's another point that I made is like a lot of like guys who are grinding, who are doing open mics, would probably be like stoked. Like, wait a second, my first one of my first sets. Like, I already know there's a crowd. Well, the most treacherous thing in the world was when I was in New York working for Howard. I was talking to Shuli about how I wanted to do stand up, and he was like, "Do five minutes for me." He's like, "I'm going to be at Caroline's on this date. Do five minutes," and I was like, "Okay." Little did I know that is not only kicking me into the deep end, but fitting me with cement shoes and throwing me off a bridge. Like yeah. my like your first minutes ever, your first time ever on stage doing stand up at Caroline's in New York is a death sentence. And the show got canceled, obviously, because I've still have never done stand up in my life. But it's it's that's like one of the biggest stages. Your fi- your first country. five minutes of this ten minutes isn't that set, is it? No. No, all that material is gone and burned, and thank God. (laughs) I don't know. I I can't fucking, I can't crack that code. I can write a funny screenplay. I can do a funny podcast. I don't know what that fucking formula is. It seems impossible to me. It's like solving cold fusion. Well, that's the thing is that you're not going to figure it out until you fucking fail. I know. Until, like, some things work, hopefully, right? And then some some things don't. I mean, I, I have no room to talk because I have never done it. And when I tried to take notes to put bits together, we went through them the one time and I couldn't remember what they were referring to. So it was pointless, but I feel like you are really good at telling jokes just naturally when we're hanging out. So if you just kind of go through it like that, you, you know, and not overthink it too much. It's stand up is its own beast. Like how many times have you heard a funny comedian on a show or a podcast just kill it in conversation? You're like, "Man, that motherfucker's funny." And then you go and you watch their stand up and you're like, "Ugh." Yeah. Or I, it's I the opposite. I expect to be that guy and it sounds like you, you do too. Like if you've ever seen somebody crush it in stand up and you're like, "Wow, this person is just a force of nature." And then you hear them on a podcast and they're just completely unfunny in conversation. It seems rare that the two you get both. You're you, someone who's funny in conversation and a funny stand-up. I don't know. I, this might be my lane. This might be like my only avenue of, of being funny. <laughs> I think you need to stop that kind of negative thinking. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying to him as well. Like You just need to go up there and be confident that you're going to be funny. Be confident. Be ex- and, being, and if you do do this, you know that there are going to be fen- friendly faces in the crowd. Yep. You got to be excited about the opportunity and the fact that you're so going to perform in front like of a crowd. Jason and Fonzo show up, all you should be concerned about is making them laugh. Yeah, because I mean... Which granted, people cares about everybody else. Granted, not having you know uh, previous engagements, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that there will be some familiar Puminati faces in the crowd. Jeff has already said he he wants to come up for it. Yeah, so you just have to not nice. overthink it and do the damage to yourself before you even 
pick up the microphone. And that's where you're at right now is you're being so negative that you're going to spend the next week plus stressing about it to where you vomit on stage. I've already pooped three times today, and it's all because of nerves. I have to poop again. I got one in the chamber. Wait, why are you super nervous about it today? Like, have you been I'm nervous already thinking the weekend? I have, but I heard back from Adam today. Okay. And then it was just like, fuck, it's real. It's real. It's real. And also just the nerves. You were hoping to never hear back from Adam. Huh? Well, no, because then, then, I'm, then I'm just thrown up on stage right, yeah, yeah. at that massive show in September. <laughs> we could lose Patreon subscribers. Imagine our Patreon takes a shit because of Kevin's stand-up. Like this guy is so unfunny, I can't. I can't in good faith give him money. <laughs> fucking I'm, I'm, uh, Jesus Christ! I'm enabling a fucking a dullard. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be all stories. It's pretty much all stories. It's just I just think you have a lot like, of fucking skill, dude. Like you can do impressions. Like I granted, maybe that's not worked in your. It's not set at all, but like it is something as you develop as a comedian, kind of find your speed that you can actually work in like i i'm not that i have any uh i don't know and goals to, to be, be a stand-up you, comedian but, but like, somehow be really good at stand-up then we'll be better yeah i'll i i will be worth more money if you're good at yeah stand-up. yeah we'll have we will this podcast will have more shuddy will have more toys behind him we'll perfect. have a bigger dick to swing around if you could just somehow be a, a little more famous yeah, and tell Jeff that to and Ellis I aren't too. Fucking doing it. We're all rely. We're relying strictly on you to drag us behind you. If I and if I direct anyone here, it's because of my sports betting stuff, and they're gonna find this. Like, what the fuck is <laughs> what the? Not only do I not like this, but I'm now I'm done following a sports betting advice. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna lose on both ends. And pass this message along to Ellis. Like, dude, as successful as you are. My net worth grows. <laughs> so you put the pressure, push it up. <laughs> Just push, <laughs> push the pressure up. But he's fucking killing it. Yeah. I've seen Ellis do stand-up since he started like doing it consistently like two or three times, and he's fucking great. And Sam Tripoli is like appearing on Joe Rogan and being like, dude, you have to see Ellis do stand-up. He's good. Like He's getting props in the comedy world behind the scenes. Like People are talking about him behind his back. And it's all good. <laughs> That's never worked. It's always the opposite. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I don't know. It's like, it's, I'm like really, well, he really you're happy, funny. happy for him. I, I look, look, I, I mean, I know there, there's got to be something being that I've been doing MSPH is, is coming up on 12, 12 years going. Like I started out as a behind the scenes guy and got moved onto a microphone so clearly there is something there that I've been able to survive in entertainment for this long. It's just, I can't stress enough how fucking different these worlds are. Well, I think I, we all understand that they're different. I think you are putting way too much weight into that. I don't. I don't think I am. I think if I think, you accept I think and understand, you're going to fail. Stand-up is its own beast. And I think I fully grasp the gravity of it. I, like, but I, it's, again, so the, at the dime bar, that may be true. But Kevin, when you're, at this Ellis, you. when you're at this Ellis show, it's going to be just essentially like doing the radio show in front of the crowd at Ellis Mania. 
However, the point, I think, the larger point is that he's nervous about stand-up. Yeah, right? I think like he the just Ellis show might to... go fucking I can, swimmingly. That we could we matter. could change the format of the Ellis show to strictly an in in club podcast, like how Doug loves movies used to be, like always in front of an audience. Wouldn't phase me at all, because yeah. I'm up there with my homies. Like being hung out to dry, and the only you're you're by yourself, and your only instrument is your mouth, and you have to hit the beats. You have to have clever thoughts because it is. The way I'm looking at it is to get up on stage as a stand-up and perform, you're basically saying, like, I'm really, really funny by myself, and I have a lot of clever, unique thoughts. I'm going to share them with you now for 10 minutes. And if it doesn't work out, it's like, what a swing and a miss. Holy shit. Yeah. It is a long, long time. Oh, 10 minutes. If, if it's bad, it's going to feel like a long, long time. That's for sure. But it also it can go by fast. That's the other thing. That's the other thing, dude. Not to mention the the factor that I haven't even brought up yet. I have the the memory of fucking Dory from Finding Nemo. I can't remember my act. That's well. That's an issue. Well, that's a problem. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's something. That's what we probably should have led with. That's the. I can't help there. Now your nerves are much more substantiated. Well, no, because even if I remember my act, I'm not confident in it. This is all bad. It's all bad. I'm going, going to crash and yeah, burn. Yeah, but maybe you'd be more confident in it if you remembered it. I got to get drunk. Yeah, do the... Uh, I mean, that's what Bill I had Hicks. to do for episode 100. I was so fucking nervous about doing it in front of those 12 people. <laughs> there was at least 20. Nah, actually, I'm not, I'm not convinced of that. I, that. But Kevin's perspective on that... That's how I feel. Like, if by chance we were asked to go up on Ellis Mania, that would be fucking easy. It's like just shooting yeah. the shit with homies in front of that homies. That would be great if that could happen. But, I mean, like, doing stand-up? Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, no, I feel your nerves. I am trying to, like, put you at ease, A, because, like, you need that. Like, you need a friend to, like, kind of pat you on the back. And also, like, you, you are a funny guy. Like, I expect there to be some turbulence in the beginning but if you actually stuck with it i now i'm saying like probably like a year or two like if you suck after two years like all right bro all right just you know yeah come back to podcast land it's all good but you can understand my point that not everybody that's funny can pull off stand-up yeah i yeah absolutely but i do not everybody yeah i do think you are funnier than the average person and Again, it's just you just you have to accept the fact that you're probably going to suck and be willing to grind, right? That's why I haven't pulled the trigger in 20 years. I'm not willing to admit that I suck. I hate that. I yeah. hate that thought. Like you're going to you're going to bomb. The the thing is, the thing that I'm concerned about is that you bomb the first time like fuck, it's not for me. I don't have a choice. Where I'm locked in. Right. Well, you're locked in for what? Three? You have two at the dime and then one with well, Ellis? And then, well, then one at Ellis Mania, so four? I'm going to see. I mean, if, if you suck so bad at Ellis' first show, you might be like, you know what? Don't ruin Ellis Mania yeah, with your no. unfunniness. You know what I've actually been thinking about doing, though, is hitting up Louis J. Gomez and asking to be a part of the Naked Roast at Skankfest. For real? Yeah. Cause, wow. Like, so just going into like, the. Like this is the most embarrassing thing that could happen, or yeah. like the I feel I'm like literally s- naked on the stage. Yeah, 
And I'm, 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 I'm way more confident in my ability to make fun of people than I am of preparing stand-up material. I think I can go head-to-head with somebody and clown them. Did you, is it because you saw all the penises there? Like, all right, I'm bigger than most of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most basic logic ever. But I feel you. feel you. Just, just get an easy win under your belt. <laughs> Put me up there with all those small dick pussies. <laughs> Let's rip some jokes. <laughs> Oh man, I, I, that's definitely when. When is the next Skank Fest? October. Oh, it's right around the corner. There you go. Uh, so yeah, I will be. Um, is it in LA? I'll be living my life Where in you a go constant, naked? nonstop panic attack from here on out. It's in Vegas, and it's already sold out. There's a whole bunch of open mic shit though that you can do. I know. Like, there's no shortcut. You just gotta suck. Or we'll just do it and see what happens. I know. I think you're going to fucking kill it. I just hope that you stay with it long enough to, to kill it. My, my, here's my prediction. I start my first bit. There's no laughs. I get so nervous, I forget the next move. I throw up, and then I drop the microphone and run away. Like, out the door, down Fairfax, and I just keep running like Forrest Gump. <laughs> Are you going to run past the scooter or are you going to take the scooter? I might run past it screaming, catch it in my peripheral, and then run back to it screaming, hop on it, and then just scream and <laughs> Jetsons off into the sunset. Just, just cry down fucking Kawanga in your goddamn scooter? Yeah. Oh, man. Those scooters are so much fun. They yeah, are. that'll make you feel better. Yeah, why can't I just play with scooters and people watch me and give me money? Yeah, uh... Well, hopefully you get so good at stand-up, that's all we have to... That'll be like the fucking $25 tiers, yeah. Kevin on scooters. Yeah, or you could spot, You could be so good at it that you, you get asked to be the spokesperson for the company. Yeah, Lime sponsors you. Yeah. Or Razor. Oh, wait, I can't work the, the accelerator. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you can't even do scooters anymore? No, I'm just running away. Man, this situation got a lot gayer. All right, well, let's move on, because we do have a shitload of things to review. Yeah, I have two. I, I saw, also have two. I saw Prey. I saw Prey. The Predator prequel. I did not. Oh, spoiler. The what? The Predator prequel. Is that what that is? Yeah. Was got, it good? It got, gr- it got great reviews. I thought it kicked ass. I thought it kicked ass so much that Carl had never seen a Predator movie before. So last night, we watched the OG Predator. What did she and think speaking about Speaking of that? toys, here <laughs> I have Jungle Briefing Dutch Predator action figure where he's shaking hands with Carl Weathers, a.k.a. Dylan. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Wow. How lucky for Carl to pop her Predator cherry. What did she think of it? Um, she thought both were awesome. Good answers. I didn't like Prey that much, i got to be honest. Yeah, I kind of figured. Hour and 40 minutes, nice short run time. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Bill Burr here in his recent stand-up. Can we address the elephant in the room? Like, So, logically, it's Predator over Bear, Girl over Predator? <laughs> like, what? I mean, come on. Come on. I don't know. I felt like her hand-to-hand combat skills were way too good, and she couldn't even beat up her brother and her homies. Uh, 
No, she kind of did beat up the brother and the homies. Did she? Because I'm pretty sure, sh- like, that one scene where she was, like, uh, all right, so this is a trip. So they all go out, they all go out to, like, a, a hunt. They go to hunt, like, a fucking beast, which I think is, is they're saying a lion, a mountain lion, though, right? Cause yeah. Because North America. I was a little confused by that. I was like, I know I don't know much about lions, but I thought they were mostly African. But I did know there were mountain lions in, in North America. Anyway, so they're going after a mountain lion. Like, that's like kind of like your coming of age thing, like your bar mitzvah in, 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 in Native American, in the Comanche world. But she wants to go hunting with the boys. Like, she's practicing. She's got fucking skills, right? And while they're hunting, she comes face to face with the mountain lion, falls off of a tree, and gets knocked out cold. And then. The well, next... she also stabs it on her way down. I didn't see that, but okay. Next thing, next scene, she wakes up. She's in a fucking teepee. Her brother walks in with the fucking lion's head. And they try propping her up, like giving her credit too. Like, hey, you guys killed the lion. And she gets all mad talks to her brother in private outside the TP and is like, we didn't do anything. It's still out there. And the guy's like, no, you're right. We didn't do anything. I killed the fucking lion. And like, that was like my perspective. Like you were fucking sleeping. You were sleeping and you still get credit and you're still mad about it. Anyways. She, when she fe- fell off the branch, she had a spear and she stabbed it in the side and then hit her head on the rock. When she, when she landed later on, the brother does give her credit, like, yeah, you stabbing that thing in the side, like, weakened it and wore it down so I could kill it. All right, fair enough. It's a trivial thing. I just think it's, it is kind of ridiculous that, that we've gotten so far with fucking girl power that, like, oh, all right, now girls can beat up the predator. Okay, well, fuck it. We can do anything now. It's really gender equality, huh? The I funniest thing is, is, is she would whip Jeff's ass so fast, Get the fuck he wouldn't even know what happened. You know what? That's fair. I can't fight worth shit. She probably could beat my ass. That character is fucking smoking me. No argument here. But Amber Midthunder, right? That was her yeah. name? That shit's cool. I was trying to think of what my Native American name would be. I what did you really come up there. with? I didn't, I didn't really have anything. You'd just be like Jeff Cupcake Bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tommy Storm Devil. Nah, you wouldn't be that cool. Is that a good one, though? You, I mean, you... I'm already the dragon, so I can't double up on dragon. I don't feel good about that. I think your Native American name would be... Corn Maki Chew? <laughs> that would be, a, that'd be a decent one. I know Native Americans love corn. Uh, I would give it... Like, the action was pretty good. The kills were pretty good. Uh, I'd give it, like, a three... Three and a half. I'll go three point two five. Dicks, pray dicks. Yeah, as somebody who thinks women are capable of more than just making sandwiches, I thought it was pretty dope. It's very woke of you, Kevin. Everyone's real proud of you. Everyone in the Puma and I is real proud of you. Like she's nasty with these throwing axes. She mit. <laughs> please watch this movie. She fucking missed with the throwing axe for the first like hour. They give her all this credit again. They give her all this credit. She didn't hit anything with an axe. And she she whiffed on like ten attempts for like the first fucking hour. And here you are giving her credit. She like she missed a moose. Like she she like stepped on a stick or something, and the moose heard her, and she threw it, and it runs away. Moose are large, but she's like Mooses? 
she she's she's like in the the forest and she just keeps no look chucking this axe and it keeps hitting like the same spot in the tree sticking every time and then she becomes a fucking mortal combat character and ties a rope to it where she's chucking an axe hitting a tree tugging on the rope and it comes right back to her hand so she's just like an axe throwing fucking maniac it was fucking awesome. She needs the rope on the axe because she's going to miss and she needs to hurry up and get it back. Like, she can't throw the axe out the rope because then she'll miss and the, and, the, and the axe will be gone. Like, the rope is a crutch for her poor accuracy. If you watch this movie, Shuddy, you would realize how retarded Jeff's comments are. She can use the well, hatchet maybe to cut up a fucking first of sandwich. First I'm looking she at it me. on Letterboxd. Um, and the I'm going to watch it as I eat my dinner tonight that's going to be my watching my is it a so tv I will dinner report back but we've got what kind of what are you gonna eat for dinner mark rinker has the lowest score on it out of all of my friends on letterbox day at three and a half did you rate it on letterbox day already yeah would you give it i gave it four dicks and that's what you're here to do today yeah to suck four prey dicks yeah yeah it was awesome the kills were fucking gruesome they were so good. They were. Her, she does do like a lot of power sliding. Which doesn't make sense because she's on fucking yeah, dirt. Yeah, the, the power sliding kind of didn't make sense. It was cool looking. Yeah. It, and it like was. her like power sliding and then kicking off a tree and jumping and throwing an axe. Like the Mortal Kombat shit she pulled off was so fucking cool. Um, but um, like the, there were like a lot of CG animals and that didn't look great. I was just going to say, I was trying to figure out, I was skimming Mark's review, and it all seemed very positive until the end. I was trying to figure out why he only rated it three and a half. And it says, um, my only real complaint would be some of the CGI, particularly that bear. Mr. Bear, you are not convincing anyone. So why are you on screen so long? The bear doesn't get a lot of screen time. I don't. Okay, here's my thing. Push back on that. I don't have issue with that kind of thing. It's like, how do you... Like, you don't get a real bear. That would be... That wouldn't be safe or smart. Like, I would expect none of the film unions to be down with that. Yeah. You know, like... What if this bear goes nuts? Like, he's definitely going to fucking kill Amber Midthunder. Actually, after some further review, T-Dog McDrugs... Coming in with a Dom type rating on Prey. Oh, hit, hitting it with a two star. Yikes. Ooh, T Dog on my side. Wow, that's unexpected. But overall, four and a half from Blorp. That causes some concern I for like me. I like Blorp. All right, fair enough. Four from CVB, four from Kevin, and four from Ginger. Three and a half was- from Mark, and two from. Tomas. Those three middle ones are fucking suspect as hell. You said Stevie B? Yeah, Kevin and Wouldn't Ginger. trust his movie rating as far as I could throw him. I think, I think it was dope. And, and like like I said, the kills were gruesome. If you're going to make a Predator movie, got to have gruesome kills, and they delivered. Lots of blood and gore. Um, and I was thinking to myself, since this is a prequel and it takes place in the 1700s, it's like, all right, so these predators have been around for 300 years or so, probably longer. It's kind of weird that their technology hasn't really advanced much. 
Like when they show when you see the first Predator movie, you know, he has that invisible camouflage, he's got fucking lasers, he's got bombs, he's got all sorts of cool shit. It's like we're really seeing how little their technology progresses, but then they did his technology isn't as advanced. Like he still has that that three dot laser sights, but instead of shooting actual like laser projectiles, it shoots darts. Yeah, so it is kind of like I thought is. that was cool. I actually did think that was cool, um, but it is like the Arnold the Arnold Predator did evolve a little bit. Yeah, which you I don't see mind. That they're like very very slow. I mean, in three hundred years, that's all your tech. Like, like the shield that that thing felt Native American y. Yeah, the shield was a little bit more primitive. That just like spins out and makes a circle. Primitive. His his word. his helmet was a little bit more more primitive. Tribal. Tribal. Sure. Okay. All right, cool. Trying to up your p- primitive word with tribal. Okay, I'm intrigued. When I had Hulu, when I opened up Hulu the other Hulu the other night, I read the description. I'm like, sounds like Predator. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what fucking rock I've been living under, but I was like, it seems like a similar story to Predator. I just saw it kept getting good reviews, and then people were people were excited. About the uh, main character's performance, and then some people were anti it, and I couldn't figure out like w- you know which side was right. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna check this out myself. And I like Predator, uh, the first one, right? So, and it wasn't like a complete waste of time. I just came away a little underwhelmed and thought it could have been better. Like I feel like her brother should have been more of like a teammate, and then like she shouldn't have been at it alone. Like I mean, fucking, they, there was a part where they they tag team the predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just would have liked to see. I would have seen like more like a, like a buddy cop film <laughs> going after the predator. So, like a chaperone. This chick needed a fucking chaperone. She's not taking on the predator herself. We all know women can't be trusted to do anything by themselves. <laughs> yeah, not to sound like the sexist one, but a woman can't beat a predator. That can't happen. Sorry. Um, what was I gonna say? I yeah, think, you want to you want to you want to attempt to dig up. I think the predators camouflage shit. I think that's complete bitch shit. I hate that. You think it's cheating? Yeah, it's fucking whack. Like, so dude, wait you a need second. camouflage just, too. You can do everything. Like, sorry, go ahead, Shuddy. No, my thought is going way back to something that just clicked in my fucking head. Um, I didn't mean to derail this conversation. Is it about your toy con? No. It's that Kevin is not going to Canada. He's going to Ontario, California. Oh, you thought oh, he was yeah. going up to Canada. <laughs> I was like, why? This show is September 7th. Why are we just hearing that you're going to Canada now? Uh, but, yep, it just that just clicked with me. There you go, Shuddy. So what did you see? What do you have to review? Uh, I watched the entire first season of Paper Girls. Same, same. And the first couple of episodes of Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I finished out Paper Girls with um, this weekend. And as somebody who read the comic series and loved it, I wish they gave them more of a budget. So they could have focused more on progressing the story and less on kind of just melodrama. Like, it, it, I wish it was more of an action 
than just a melodrama, which they clearly did because they gave him no budget for, for CG. The CG stuff kind of was a bit underwhelming when it was on stage and it was, or on screen, and it wasn't on screen that, all that often. Correct. But, I, mean, I really it enjoyed great. it. I enjoyed it, but you are right. It was very heavy on the melodrama. Which is a lot different than the comic. Yes. It's the weird. They keep doing that. fast paced. They keep shortchanging Brian K. Vaughn's stuff. Like, I, I just started watching the Sandman series on Netflix, and Sandman is a, you know, a beloved pillar of the, the, the comic world. People have been wanting a live action version of it in some way, shape, or form for decades. And Netflix put a fuckload of money in it, and it looks great. It's just weird to me when they take these, these properties that people like, and they're like, oh, well, we don't have the budget to, to bring all the things that people like into it. Then it's like, well, then you kind of shouldn't make it. Like, they made Why the Last Man, another Brian K. Vaughn comic. Legendary comic. It's fucking awesome. But it was so boring, because they never fucking had any action in it. And that's kind of what they did with Paper Girls. They did it dirty. Believe in your properties. Believe in your adaptations. <laughs> Give it the resources to flourish. Like, look, 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 look at all the money. I mean, I know it's unfair comparison, but imagine if they were like, yeah, we'll make Game of Thrones, but we're going to only give you, like, a teeny budget. We're like, all right, well, then we can't do fucking shit. What do you expect us to do? I agree. I, I don't disagree with your points. I still thought it was very enjoyable. Um, I liked it. I burned through it in, like, two days. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It, just, it, was it wasn't its full potential. It was not a difficult watch uh, at all. I, I doubt it's going to get a second season. It doesn't look like it's super popular. But hopefully if they do give it another season, they'll, they'll put some money into it so we can see some cool shit. Like in the, in the comic, you know, since it's a time travel book, they go to like the far back reaches of time, prehistoric times, and then go into the, the far future. And in this one, they barely skip around at all. It's kind of whack. But whatever. Sandman, though. Sandman's sick. Is it? Yeah. I'm like 20 I minutes. I that came out, too. Now, do I watch Prey or do I watch it, that tonight? It looks so gay. You're saying it's good, though? Yeah. Jeff, it's definitely not a show for Jeff. Yeah. Looked kind of CW-ish. Oh, they got magic? Oh, rabble, rabble, rabble. You, you can't do that. I, you guys know I hate fantasy and magic. Yeah, but for anybody like the comic, it kicks ass. Which do you suggest tonight, Kevin? I don't know. I guess watch Prey and then dive into okay. Sandman tomorrow. Based on your reaction to what Shuddy said he had to review, it would appear to me that you might not have seen Beavis and Butthead. Is that true? I watched the first episode. How did you not watch both of them? Yeah. What happened? Was, is this a Carl thing? Was, did Carl not like Beavis and Butthead? She liked the movie. She liked uh, the most recent movie. And then... Dumper. While we were eating dinner, we were like, all right, well, let's just put something on that's easy. Let's watch the new Beavis and Butthead. And I don't think she ever watched the TV show growing up. So when, like, the new one, for people that don't know, Beavis and Butthead also comment on viral YouTube videos. <laughs> Fucking awesome. And TikToks. So it was... good. Instead of that music was videos. a pleasant surprise. But she saw that and she was like, "What just happened? Like, what the fuck was that?" Like, she didn't know that Beavis and Butthead did 
music video commentary in between the the show. Yeah. Well, when she saw it, did she did she enjoy so does that it? Mean did she enjoy she what didn't she saw? Like it, and that's why you didn't watch the second one. Not particularly. Yeah, she wasn't. Did a huge you fan. not like it? I thought it was awesome. You weren't laughing so hard that maybe she would give a courtesy laugh just because like she felt she would feel like she was uncool if she wasn't laughing? No, that didn't happen. Jeez. I felt like both episodes were brilliant. They're fucking classic. Amazing. They I've watched them both we watched them twice. Yeah, I've seen each one twice as well. Dude, the- uh, that fucking fire episode, that fire bit. That was I, so weird. That was weird. It was it took me a little while to get into it, but then I really fucking enjoyed it. Um, the escape room, the first one, had me pissing myself. Oh my god! Dude, the music videos them. are just the best, or the whatever the YouTube. It, I don't know how to. Is it ASMR? When they did that, that one, bit, did you that see that episode, favorite. or was that the second episode? I think that's, that's oh, the second episode. Oh my god, that was hilarious! Kevin, that is the best video commentary of the two episodes. <laughs> The, they, did you see the BTS one, or was that the second one, too? That was the second one, too. Oh, my God. You missed the best commentary on both of them. They had a BTS one. Man, if they slayed BTS, Carl would have just gone home. No, they did it really well, actually. I think she would have been into it. it would, I don't know. It was well, maybe funny. we could watch that after the podcast when we're eating our In-N-Out. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I didn't know well, if we were going to do that. allowing In-N-Out. the In-N-Out move to happen again? We went to Ralph's. Uh... I've been here since like 10 a.m. actually, or no, since like 11.30, but like we went to Ralph's uh, in between watching um, an anime that will be airing on Dragon Ball Queef this week, but he went and picked up some cold cuts, so I didn't expect you to be hungry again so soon. I might have to- Well, yeah, that was lunch. Connect with my parent, uh, my, my, my father and his wife, they're in from t- out of town. Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I'll be able to stay for the in and out <sighs> We'll talk about that, but- we we, we uh, we'll smoke pot and watch Beavis and Butthead. That's for sure. All right, sure. It's, I mean, dude, it's fucking great. It didn't it didn't miss a beat. It's so, it was, Mike Judge yeah. is just so locked in on that shit. It's fucking that's great. It was a, a, they're so fucking funny. So you saw the the prisoner one, the prisoner TikTok. Yes. All right. That's, yeah, making tattoo ink. They did, yeah, they just allow him right into prison. <laughs> <laughs> That shit is fucking good. It's honestly like that in South Park makes Paramount Plus just super worth it. And I'm pretty sure like we're still running on like a like a free like a free year yeah. trial. I am yeah from T-Mobile. Yeah yeah. Oh, it's a T-Mobile. Yeah yeah, yep. yeah yeah yeah. Okay yeah, I have T-Mobile as well. So yeah, like, it, afterwards, it, it me... goes like the six dollars a month or something stupid. It brought me back like watching those those that like that first episode. Really brought me back. Because when I was young, when Beavis and Butthead came out, I was like 10 or something, 10 or 11. I was not allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead. So I could only sneak it if I was at somebody else's house or like if my mom was out and I could put it on without getting busted. Or when I went to visit my dad because nobody loved Beavis and Butthead more than my dad. And when I stayed, when I went and stayed with him for the weekend, the two of us sat on the couch would put on Beavis and Butthead marathons and laugh like Beavis and Butthead like the whole weekend. And then when we would ha- be forced to go outside, like if somebody was like, oh, yeah, this is my friend Mike Johnson, my dad would be like, uh, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, 
it made me miss my dad so much. Like I, I, I so wish I could have just texted him and be like, dude, are you watching this? This is fucking awesome. It's like, it's throwback shit that they make work. Like we were saying this previewing it. It's like, yeah, they don't have music videos aren't a thing, but now they get internet videos and it's like, well, that might, that's probably better, actually, if you yeah. really think about it. Because it just The commentary opens it up to on everything. the Harvard acceptance reaction video where they were coming, like, it was like a wrestling match. Yeah. But that said, the BTS music video was fucking great. Like, well, the, also great. that country video where the oh. guy helps the fat guy try to get chicks. There was, there was a lot going on. Like, he wasn't just fat. There was some stuff going on with that, that, that fella. I don't, even know, I don't even know what to call him. A guy. I guess that's probably the easiest way to go about it. Uh, man, that shit is classic. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a throwback. My father. So I never had problems with that kind of shit. I, I've told you this many times, but, like, my parents. Yeah, they were like, chill with you watching whatever. Yeah, like, rated our movie. And my father told the story to his wife when we were out at brunch, how how into, because of the Roadhouse remake came out, and just how into Roadhouse I was at, like, like five years old, like I would fucking like when the TV and the VCR was clear, I would just put Roadhouse in the VCR and just rewatch Roadhouse. Well, yeah, I mean, there's titties, there's throat rips, yeah. everything a five year old wants. Like I've yeah, I've seen Roadhouse probably like fifty times. Like nothing, nothing exceeds Armageddon, but Roadhouse is up there. Uh, like if you use your Letterbox D profile. Sufficiently, what would be your four featured movies? Probably Armageddon, Terminator 2, maybe Matrix, and uh, it's so tough. I mean, Goodfellas, The Departed, Wolf of Wall Street, just two Scorsese, three Scorsese movies off the top that I could. They could go into the Mount Rushmore yeah. or be the last one. I don't know. Like, I am pretty much a, a stand for Scorsese movies, I guess. Sounds like it. Like, The Departed. Like, I, I, I could have a legit argument with myself for an hour on what's better, Goodfellas, The Departed, or Wolf of Wall Street. Like, I don't even, I don't know. Like, they're all fucking. Like, what, what would you, if you had to. If fuck I was going to rank kill. them? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. You had to pick one out of the three to go with. Goodfellas. That was too easy for you. Yeah. Ah, it go, it, the whole ranking is easy for me. Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street, and The Departed. I mean, they're all awesome, That's but it. Are they all five dickers? Them. Are you of the, of the opinion that The Departed was like a makeup? Like him winning the best picture for that was like a makeup no. award for not getting Goodfellas? Because to me, that was the best movie of the year. I don't know. I would have to give The Departed another viewing to... Oh, okay. Figure out if it's a four and a half dicker or a five dicker. When's the last time? How many times do you think you've seen it? Because that's a, twice. Oh wow! All right, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I've only seen it once. No shit. That's yeah. I've seen that like easily twenty times. Um, I did also go to the theater. Oh. I saw Bullet Train. Oh, the new Brad Pitt vehicle. Pardon the pun, but it was. It was kind of like, I mean, you guys have seen the previews for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the previews for it. Wasn't it's, that interested. It's pretty much that for two plus hours. And it it was good. Like, I enjoyed it. It was very fun. 
it's it was kind of like a silly Guy Ritchie movie. Like if a Guy Ritchie movie got made, but it was just sillier, help, and more lighthearted, I guess. Because it's got so many twists and turns, and once it gets going, it doesn't stop. And there's there's a great cast. Brad Pitt fucking kills it. There's some fun surprise cameos, and it it never really slows down. Like the pacing on it is just dizzying. But it does it does get a little long in the tooth. It kind of outdoes itself with its twists and turns. Like at some point, it's like okay. I don't think we need that many twists and turns. But at the end of the day, that's a it's a really fun movie. Yeah, Ginger, I think hit me up. I don't know via Slack or something. Maybe text me saying there were some cool kills and cool action. Yeah. It was it was bloodier than I expected it to be. It was way more violent than I expected it to be. Was it more of an ensemble thing, or was it like Brad Pitt? It was a ba- a Brad Pitt vehicle. Mostly Brad Pitt, but ensemble. Okay. But it was I I, I thought it kicked ass. Uh, like three point seven five dicks. It's cool to see Brad Pitt still doing shit like that. See to like, me three two five, which I gave prey. I mean, it's it's not much different than when you gave, but I just went negative about it. Yeah, you're only three quarters of a dick away from my four dicker score. No, oh, I he means on said... this movie compared yeah, yeah, to yeah, his yeah. three point two five on. Oh, so there's yeah. only a half a dick separating. Yeah, us? there's only a hand job away from me and you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My prey and sometimes your I bullet like bullet train. Sometimes I like an old fashioned. <laughs> sometimes that'll get me to the finish line. What can I, I say? Who doesn't? Aaron Taylor Johnson is in. Prey, big just... part in it. Is he like the the guy with the Voss bottle? Yes. I didn't realize that that was even him until just now. Yeah. That was cool. There's cameos that I don't want to spoil because they're fun reveals. But if if you if you saw the trailer and you're like that looks like fun, it is fun. No, I didn't realize he was actually British. Yeah, and he's British in this. Well, yeah, that's why I thought I didn't think. Wait, you guys talking about Paperboy? Isn't Paperboy in this from Atlanta? Yes, Paperboy is in this. Is he the guy who was in Eternals? Yes. Okay, yeah, and he's awesome in it. That guy's getting mad work. Yeah. All right. Zazie Beats was in it. Yeah, that's another one of those surprise cameos. Sorry. I saw... um, it, she's listed at fifth in the cast on Letterboxd. I saw a Netflix documentary, Trainwreck Woodstock 99. Oh, yeah? You watched is, all three episodes? Yeah, that was fucking sick. Uh, much, I thought it was a lot better than the HBO uh, documentary. Um, it felt like less, I don't know, like a less like, like it's like trying to like, tell you the right way to behave or like like what was what we've canceled since because of Woodstock 99 and just like I don't know it made me feel like it didn't make me feel as bad about wanting to be at Woodstock 99 seeing the Netflix version of it and it felt like there was just better footage um like better interviews like they got the 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 founder of uh or the the uh, original promoter and uh founder of Woodstock and on and and the the promoter of Woodstock '99, they brought in a lot of the production staff, and I just thought the footage was awesome. It felt, 
I don't know why this documentary did this as well, but it feels like they're trying to make Fred Durst out to be like the biggest villain from Woodstock '99. <laughs> it's like complete horseshit. So like, like, like in the HBO documentary, in this in this documentary, it brings on the the concert promoter and him and his um, plea to Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit to like chill out, right? Because they were the second night headliner the Saturday. So Friday, obviously these guys are partying and then by the time Limp Biscuit goes on at night, everyone feels like the pain from the concessions, just how expensive they are, like the fucking facilities are starting to go to shit, the porta potties are going to shit, and people are like, well, wait a second. Like the music's cool but this sucks. Like the amenities, everything else about it sucks besides the music, right? So like the concert promoters, like, you know, the crowd's really fired up. Don't, like, get them even more fired up. Like, Fred Durst, rightfully, is like, well, fuck that. <laughs> like, there's a fucking rock concert. Like, we came here to put on a show. So they put on a show, and it's just like, I don't know. They didn't give Corn as much shit from the first night. They didn't give Red Hot Chili Peppers as much shit from the third night when, when their encore, they do fucking Fire by Jimi Hendrix, and there's... They're setting fire to the entire fucking festival, but they focus on Fred Durst. I don't know. I don't. I don't really get it. He must be a huge douchebag. But I thought this documentary was a lot better than the HBO. I'll give it. Like I talked about going, I would go back in time to go to Woodstock '99. Like that's how much I want to go to the concert. What a waste of time travel. Yeah, perhaps. I'd give it a four and a half. I thought it was fucking sick. Wow. Damn. Uh, All right. Yeah, just I've made me feel better about Woodstock. I mean, it obviously covers the shitty stories and the terrible stories, but at the end of it, like the few of the concert goers that they had on, they asked them, "Would you do it again?" They're just like, "Fuck yeah!" It was the <laughs> most fun I've ever had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know you. I know you're a big festival con guy. You yeah, would, you I even go to the trading the, card ones. You, <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Woodstock 99, you wouldn't be excited about that? No. Me, young me would have. When I was a kid, I, I, I wanted to go. But, I mean, I, I don't even know if I would go to Vakken, which is like the biggest death metal festival that has now. Like every band that I love. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm too old. I'm too tired. Fair enough. I went to Lollapalooza twice, and it was so well done. I fucking loved it. But I... It is. If I go see one band live, I'm like, oh, I need a nap. I'm going to go see Municipal Waste and At The Gates next week. I'm going to need a fucking nap after that. Yeah, the one thing that I have to yeah, be like, like, I have to know about myself is the fact that I just physically couldn't handle a fucking concert festival. Like three yeah. days on your feet in the middle of the fucking summer, like rocking out. Like, dude, I might be able to go like, I get to like Saturday evening. <laughs> Maybe and That's pushing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, if I had some drugs. All right. Well, we have talked, by my calculations, for 5 million hours. In so 72 minutes. That means it's time to wrap up. But if you haven't had your fix yet, this, this party continues. It's chugging along. You can, cap, you can hop on the bullet train to fucking Patreon land. Nice. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash hour. Sign up for one of the two different tiers. And party your fucking genitals off with us. Like Jeff mentioned before, we got a new episode of Dragon Ball Queef coming out on Wednesday. New episode of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition 
coming out on Thursday. The content just keeps plopping. You cannot stop the plop! Uh, and uh, if you want to watch this on YouTube, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. And if you are already watching this on YouTube, you can listen to the audio podcast and get the extra 10 to 20 minutes that comes along each week in the Easter egg that is only on the audio podcast version. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Mad Scientist Party Hour at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, Shuddy Boy, are you going to be on the road uh, opening for me at all? I, I mean. Or am I going to be opening for you? I was not you? formally invited, but no, not currently. All right. Well, that's all we have for you, friends. But until next time, something. Poimp, 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 Oh, little mama. Kisses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good girl. Oh, give me some play. Love you too. Oi. Uh oh. What up, Shutter Rooney? One second. I see a ghost. up dude yo yo you having some ghost issues today no have you been seeing any ghosts what'd you say have you been seeing any ghosts nope lucky you or lucky those ghosts you've exercised the demons exercise the demons he's sitting right next to me yeah I'm signing on right now he has to close out all the windows of um, gay porn. Stop it. I thought it was kitty porn. Oh, my God. Shut, he's on fire. Well, that's all it takes for him to heat up. It's pretty easy. It's for him to heat up? Pretty good. Oh, God. Motherfucker. We got to keep that air conditioning on today. I mean, it's hot as balls here, so... Uh, 102 with the heat index. Oh my god. What is it without the heat index? 96. Fuck. That's still super hot. It's supposed to be in the mid 90s. Touching the 97 Thursday and Friday here in Studio City. Yeah. I don't know how you put up with this shit. Yeah. I, I can't believe. That these motherfuckers have the nuts to charge a, a mortgage payment for rent every week here. Every week? Or every month. Yeah. You gotta come to Long Beach, baby. Actually, that's not even a good idea. Uh, LA, Anaheim, and Long Beach have the most expensive rent of any metro in America, according to CNBC. No shit. Yeah. Thousand, thousand Oaks. And Calabasas are like fifth on that list. 
what are the other ones that are San Diego? I think a second. So it's hitting the rent problem is really hitting Southern California pretty hard, which isn't surprising. Um, so it might not be any cheaper in Long Beach than it is up here. Bad, bad suggestion, but eh, whatever. You get what you pay for, I guess. I mean, yeah. you pay for poop slime alley. <laughs> They're like, sure, there's no central air. It gets hot as balls in the summer. Um, and the parking situation kind of sucks. But you there's do get Ralphs. Poop Slime Alley. There's Ralph's. And you have a Carvel. What, do you, what are your thoughts on being woken up by screaming homeless people at 3 in the morning? Pretty awesome, right? You get that for free. To be truthful. Listed under the amenities. I am... Um, I feel like my neighborhood is much nicer than yours, but I do get I do get woken up by a homeless guy here or there. It's not really yeah, it's not uncommon. I mean, there's just there's just a lot of homelessness in Southern California, unfortunately. It's really tough out here nowadays. Unlike back in the old days, when we, what what do you got going on over there, Shuddy? Is your Dude, volcano bag taking over your your camera feed? Oh wow. Human Gee, fecal matter. You're done working for the day, huh? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I might be done working forever. Oh, wait. What? Well, that, that's a very dramatic thing to say. <laughs> I've just. It, it's been a very stressful day. That's all. <laughs> so I'm smoking the three and a half foot bag probably multiple times while we record. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Puminati will appreciate that. Cool Cobra Kai shirt. Me and my Thank brother. You, uh, my brother was wearing a Cobra Kai shirt yesterday when we were out to brunch and some tatted up fool on a. Recording uh, in progress. On one no. of those motorized Recording scooters. Stopped. Shouted out his Cobra Kai shirt. It's like, oh, fucking dope shirt, dude. Sweep the leg. So Cheech felt pretty cool that that fucking homeless tatted up guy liked the shirt. So are you recording, Shuddy? No, no, I did that by accident. Oh, okay. I meant to give you recording privilege. Um, so that ties in nicely to this this eighth I'm currently making my way through. What? Daniel LaRusso. Is it Daniel LaRusso OG? Uh, I don't think so. What was it? What kind of <laughs> weed is it? Does it say? Um, indica dominant hybrid. Okay. Is that your go-to? Hybrids? Yeah. Thought so. Uh, total THC is 31.6%. Total cannabinoids is 33.8%. Wait, the THC was, you said 33? 31. 31. That is impressive. It's probably solid wheat. Have you even broken into it yet? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, this, this was. Can we smoke some after the show? Well, yeah. Nice. The only problem is, it's in the volcano. Uh, oh. oh, I can make do with that. I really I don't like smoking why weed. He doesn't like the volcano. I like the smoke in my lungs. It doesn't cause me physical harm. Speaking of which, everything I do has to be destroying my body. Uh-oh. I like to Everything's feel pain. Frozen. Pain don't hurt, as uh, Swayze would say in Roadhouse. You mean Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> Not cool. Not fucking cool. I can't. Jake Gyllenhaal. Did you see who's going to be the bad guy? No. 
Elliot, Elliot Page. <laughs> Connor McGregor. This is going to be his first movie role. He's going to be the villain in Roadhouse to Jake Gyllenhaal's here. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't like that selection. If it's not Leo, it shouldn't be anyone. Like, there's really no one cool enough in Hollywood right now to remake a Patrick, Patrick Swayze movie. And I don't even, like, I kind of like Jake Gyllenhaal, but I didn't know Con- Conor McGregor is a villain. It's one of those things where it's like, why bother? Why even bother trying? Like, this isn't going to be good, so you might as well just make it a, a, a clown show, you know? I, I'm If they try to, like, beef up the, the hand-to-hand combat and the action scenes, that could be cool. That could be interesting. It's not going to be as, like, good of a movie. Like, no way. But if Jake, Gyllenhaal, if Jake Gyllenhaal rips Conor McGregor's throat out at the end, <laughs> that could be kind of cool. That, that could be sweet. And I wouldn't... I don't hate the idea of Conor McGregor as, like, a movie villain. I just... I think thrusting him into this fucking major motion picture is just a little too much. I mean, look, look at what happened when they tried to remake Point Break. Someone else brought that up to me. Did anybody I, see that? I didn't know. I was like, no, fuck that. Because I don't even know who they got to play Patrick Swayze role in that movie. And nowhere near as cool as Jake Gyllenhaal, I can tell you that. I think it was just a bunch of no-names, right? Shuddy, you, you look like somebody who would have seen that movie. I have not seen the remake of Point Break. But I can tell oh, you God. who it was. In the remake, what a uh, the uh, Edgar Ramirez. Yeah, they really moneyballed that, huh? Was Bodie, and he is known for Point Break, Vantage Point, Gold, and Deliver Us from Evil. Oh, five dickers! <laughs> Fuck you! I don't know. He did have movies. a small role in Jungle Cruise. Okay. But that's really it. And then Utah was played by Luke Bracey, who is known for Point Break, The Best of Me. He was Cobra Commander in G.I. Joe Retaliation, oh, Kevin. And then The November Man. Does that but mean than... something to Kevin? Can you say that again? The guy who played Johnny Utah was Cobra Commander in G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> okay. But that's uh That's really it for him too. Yeah, a bunch of no names. Fucking stupid. Like they're dealing with classic material. Why do you not bring out the heavy hitters? They should have had Scorsese direct. Did you see that uh that that Scorsese Apple movie that or I think it was a series that he originally had Leo attached to, the guy who's playing the serial killer around like the World Fair in Chicago. I think it was like what's his name? H. H. Holmes or some shit. Yes. He, uh, Leo aborted the role, but they're giving no it way. to Keanu now. So it's oh, like, All right. okay, I did see that, yeah. Fair enough. I'm excited about that. Yeah, dude. I was really excited about it when I had Leo on board. That H.H. Holmes shit is crazy in general. I don't know much about the story. So he ran a hotel during the Chicago's World's Fair. Okay. 
with false walls and fake and hidden rooms where he would kidnap guests and murder them. Fuck, dude. <laughs> and they just went missing. People just went missing at the World's Fair. Because, like, the room, like, the, the wall in the room would be a secret door, so he'd walk in and snatch them. Just take them away. No yep. shit. That's probably going to be crazy. Scorsese yeah. directed, too. And Apple. I don't know. They're kind of hit or miss, but they just have, like, unlimited money. So, like, their whole... Hey, listen. Even when they miss, they fucking put on a spectacle. Yeah. Like, it's always enjoyable to watch. Yeah, they don't spare any... any any uh any cash expense. yeah spare any expense thank you although blackbird sucks <laughs> have you tried that out with tara and edgerton or whatever his name is no that no was fucking whack i watched the first two episodes so stupid i uh have you watched more of paper girls kevin i finished it i mean i finished it in two days so we can we have oh, wow. that to discuss okay uh, i also have paper girls <laughs> i also have a i like that wording a real-time snack attack to do. Exciting. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. So nobody else of any note is attached to the uh, to Roadhouse other than Billy Magnin- Magnuson. That just shouldn't be made. It's fucking stupid. I agree. I don't know, maybe there'll be good action. <laughs> uh, the things that he currently has in pre-production. Untitled Spy Kids Project. <laughs> Untitled Short Sharon Horgan Amazon Project. And then These Road goddamn Hats. motherfuckers. These, These goddamn, goddamn motherfuckers. motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, he was Prince Anders or Anders in the Aladdin live-action film. Filma. Yeah, that sucked donkey balls. I watched it. I don't know why. Chick that played Jasmine was super cute. That movie does not need to exist at I all. I feel like you say that a lot. I watched it and I don't know why. Yeah, I just watch stuff. I just do things. <laughs> like it's, it even happens without my control. Like it just like I teleport to my couch and a movie's on. I'm like, why? And then I reach for the the remote to change it. And you become powerless. And I can't. You can't even uh, change it. I'm it frozen. does have Rat Catcher Two in it. From Suicide Squad. Okay. Daniela Melchior. I know Jeff is excited about that. Daniela. That's a hot name. Never been an ugly Daniela. <laughs> I've never met an ugly Daniela. <laughs> I've met two really pretty ones. One of them worked at the coffee shop. Recording in progress. One of the sexier ladies I've ever met in per- person. Mind Corn you. Maki Chu. You know, I finally I found a Reddit thread that I kind of I'm kind of into. Have you? Uh, they have this this Reddit thread relationship advice, and it's like it's interesting catching like you know one side of a person's story, uh, relationship story, and there was one that I read. Oh, it was fucking hilarious, and the subject of it was or the title of it was my I found out my boyfriend this weekend is homeless. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Apparently, it's a fucking Seinfeld episode. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they matched on Bumble, and ever since, like they, like after like the first couple of dates, he started staying at her place, 
and and she didn't realize how often he was staying over. And I guess it was like pretty much daily, maybe like one weekend night he would go somewhere else. <laughs> she figured his place, his own place. Um, but it was probably like a friend's house or some other fucking couch that he would crash on. But he like tried to pretty quickly move in with her, you know, but she has roommates and they were like, I don't like, fuck that. We're not, we don't, we're not cool with this guy moving in just yet. Like yeah. you, you just got in a relationship with him. And then, and every time she would be like, Hey, can I stay with you? He'd be like, no, like my place sucks. My roommates suck, whatever. I'd find a way to like lie his way out of it. And she just never like thought anything of it. Eventually though, like her parents came into town and she allowed her parents to stay with her. And she's like, can I stay with you? Like, you know, I'm not, my parents are going to sleep in my room and like, you have a place. I'll sleep in your place with you. Yeah. And he found a way to lie about it and to get uh, to like, I guess, convincingly lie to where she was like, all right, whatever. I guess I can't stay at your place. But eventually I forget exactly how, but like her parents and or her saw his car parked a few blocks over from their place and eventually like drove past the car at like 3 a.m. because it was parked out there super late and saw him sleeping in the back the back of the seat or the back seat <laughs> and she's like she doesn't know how to fucking like bring it up with them and like that's where the advice like that's where she's like asking for advice like what do i do like how do i like wrap my brain around this and move forward and i just thought i don't know so it's fucking hilarious like like <laughs> i'm i'm waiting to like make six figures before i go on bumble this guy doesn't even have a fucking place to stay like, yeah, he's just he's firing a shot homeless. It's like God, well, I have how no he's, balls. Uh, how he's looking for a place to stay. I know it's like there's there's stakes. Like there's there's things like he needs a fucking roof over his head. Like I I don't know. Maybe that's maybe I should approach Bumble. Does that, yeah, does that motivate you now? Be like, kind like, of. Yeah, I gotta get back out there. I mean, where is he even, like, does he show up stinky and, like, here, real quick, let me just shower? So before I moved out here, I was thinking, and before my brother was uh, was down to move out here, I was thinking of, like, trying the homeless thing, honestly. Like, I'm going to live in my car. I'll sleep near the beach. I'll get a gym membership so I can shower at the gym. I work out at the gym. And I'll, you know, use internet, uh, internet like coffee shops to like look for jobs, like kind of get settled in. I'll do laundry at laundry mats, but ultimately I'll sleep in my car at the end of the day. <laughs> so like I thought about it, like in California, how it's like feasible, right? Or it's like it's something you could do. I, I, I mean, just like I, I feel like a, a relationship is next to impossible. And to this guy's, I guess, credit, like he tried. He tried to get a place with her or whatever, try to end up moving in with her. So it wasn't like he was, he He's didn't a have a plan, but it was just, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. It's like, dude, this guy is out here on Bumble without a fucking, without a home. And I can't even get on. He's playing the long I game. I have a home. <laughs> I, I, I do have a roof over my head. I mean, if, if I was dating a girl who was like super cute, I'm into her. Like, obviously, there must be some sort of a connection if she was considering letting him fucking move in that quick. They must be getting along. Well, even... Maybe I he's mean, got, like, a big Johnson and stuff. Like, if, if, if it was flipped and you started dating some girl and then, it, like, a month in you put two and two together that this babe you're dating is homeless. 
would you be like, oh, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't know. You it's, hit the fucking road, you hobo. I don't know. I don't know because like, I don't. I'm not even gonna try to get into cancel territory. But there is like an <laughs> aspect of where it's like a guy inherently wants to provide for a woman, right? And a woman probably doesn't want to provide for a guy. Yeah, that's you know. True. So like, and there is a reason why you know like parents don't want their kids to be homeless. You know, when you're when you're a kid and you're like, well, I don't want to go to school anymore. Well, you kind of have to. And here's why. Here are the consequences. If you don't go to school, you can't get a good job. And if you don't, nobody will hire you and you can't make any money. <laughs> stuck living here. You have to live on the streets and you have to be a homeless person. And, and it was like, oh, well, that sounds really bad. Having to like constantly sleep outside and not have a place to go get food and, and shower and all that. And that's okay. what motivated you to get through college I'm high scared, school. <laughs> I'm scared straight. I will, I will do my homework. I'll go to school. I'll get a job. Yeah. So, like... <clears throat> It's not just like, you know, being an inconsiderate person to, to utter the words, ew, gross, a homeless person. There's also, there are dangers, especially for a woman, for of sure. living on the street. For sure. But I just feel like... What are we doing? We've been like babbling for 20 minutes. We haven't even know. started the show. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I took this fucking Easter egg for... I hijacked it effectively. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. It was something to talk about. Yeah, some time. I, that, not I that we needed to. All right. Well, we're ready to go. We're good. From Los Angeles, California. It's the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Party Hour. 